Thank you so much for joining us today for another episode of A Soul's Quest. Today we have a special episode for you. Yes. Yes, we do. Hi. Yes, we do. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm Jesse. I'm your host. This is my co-host Omar, my husband, my content crew. Oh, you know, you already know this guy. The other guy. And this is our very special guest. And by the way, our first female guest. Teresita. Yay! Welcome. Thank you. Yay. We're happy to have you here. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Thank you. How does it feel? It's kind of, you know. Um, It's a little nerve wracking. Right. um, But I think, I mean, I'm ready for it. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is a great opportunity to get to know you. Yes. Uh, For me, especially. Yeah. Omar already knows you some. Well, he knows you better than I do. Mm -hmm. So, this is exciting Mm -hmm. for me. So, yeah. Uh -uh. Nice. So are we getting started? We're gonna we're get, get, get started. Right oh, okay. We're just gonna get right in? into the point. Yeah, we just, just dive in. in. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> okay. getting get, you know, it's you know, typically you know, I should probably do a little cutout or some like music that, you know, or like a diver diving in the splash. <laughs> That's a and great. And then we get started. And once then we get started. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because we're still pretty new at this, so we're still trying to figure it out. Yeah, okay. we're definitely new. This is a new thing for us. We're just having fun with it, though. Yeah. So we're rolling with this. Yeah. Okay. We've been making mistakes. We've been doing all kinds of stuff, and those that love us are with us still, and yeah. hopefully we'll get more people. I mean, I wouldn't notice. I'm definitely new, so. Yeah. <laughs> you learn as you go, you know. Right, it's you, you learn as you go, and, and things are getting a little bit better, you know. There you go. That's the constant evolution. That's right. <gasps> <laughs> quest oh yeah, evolution we're, we're definitely evolving yes yes so, all right all right well let's get down to business then okay. all right so i don't know anything about you which is um awesome so this is i love to meet people and hear their stories so let's just start from the beginning where okay. were you born tell Th- us can what? i say okay where was where did the universe pitch to you in? there you go <laughs> where did you get dropped off at <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> um, I was born in California. Oh, so uh, my parents actually met there. They're probably they're both from Mexico. They're like twenty minutes away from each other. So it's ironic how they both left and met in a whole different state. Wow. Here. Mm-hmm. So um, I was born there. I was there for two years of my life uh, until my um, parents decided to pick up and go to Mexico. So I was there in Mexico. It was probably like six months um, that I was there. And my uncles from my dad's side um, moved to Florida. Um, So they called my dad and they were like, there's a job here. Come, you know, come see us. Come, you know, we'll find something for you. Uh, My mom was very hesitant, but um, because all of her family was still in California. So, um you know, they just picked up and went and I have, you know, I haven't moved anywhere else since. So what part of Florida, like South Florida? Uh, mid- Stewart. Oh, okay. All yes. right. Okay. Yes. So the treasure coast. Yes. Nice. And this is where you've been since what? How old were you? Uh, I, two and a half, three. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is your whole life. This You're is. a Floridian. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I say I'm a Floridian too. So I've been here since I was like 14. Don't want to, well, I, ever, I think I already put my age out there, but anyway. So <laughs> what part of um, California? Um, Orange County, Santana. It's oh, okay. like um, a few hours away from LA. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. okay. 
Wow. I love California. Oh, I've I've gone back a few times. Not enough to actually remember, yeah. um, but just the little bits that I do, I, I just wish you, we wouldn't have left. <laughs> yeah. But do you love Florida? I do. Yeah. I do. Um, every, anytime I do think about leaving or you know, just picking up and going somewhere else. I'm just like, well, I like Florida. I, I, I think yeah. I'd miss it if I left. So, yeah. yeah. So then you moved to Stewart mm-hmm. and then what, so you, your dad gets this job that your yes. uncle's okay. Yeah. So, um, my dad starts working, um, and we're living in this very small trailer, uh, with my uncle. So my dad's brother. So it's two families there. Um, and we're in the same trailer. So, I mean, my dad's working and just doing what he has to do. My mom is trying to cook, clean, just traditional households, wife duties. Mm -hmm. Um, She ends up getting a job. I, you know, I have to go get babysat or in school, daycare. Um, I actually just not, not even daycare. It was more babysitting. Right. Um, So she would drop me off either at an aunt or family members or someone around the area because, Everyone at that time babysat if yeah. they didn't work. Of course. Um, so I was there and slowly, um, I think my mom is more of the keeping keeping my dad on track and keeping everyone on track. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sounds so, familiar. Yeah. <laughs> so we kind of slowly moved out and got our own place. Oh. And um, uh, my dad had um, a lot of fun times when he was you know when he was out there he would go out drinking especially with my um uncles and stuff it all the weekends was just drinking yeah that was his escape from whatever it was but it was his escape my mom kind of um sheltered you know sheltered us and it's me and my brother um so i have a sibling he's four and a half years younger oh okay yes um and so he was born here then yes he was born here (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah she sheltered us she kind of kept us away from everything so we wouldn't know or kind of are aware of what bad influence or bad habits my dad would kind of bring home or Uh be around i don't think it worked very well Mm -hmm. as kids they are you know we're very aware and curious to you know what our parents are doing and everything so um, I, I, I remember seeing a lot of things, um, after moving out, I know I, I think I was like around eight or 10 years old around that age range. My dad called me, um, and I actually went to go pick him up. So I drove to him to go pick him up because he was too drunk. Oh, wow. Um, so I got on the road at that age and I wow. was driving and I was wow. like, oh, well, I mean, I've, I've been curious and you know trying to drive and stuff before but that was the first time and it was so i remember being so nervous i was like if we get pulled over this is it i was like i don't know what's gonna happen to me i don't know like my dad's definitely not coming back but you know it was very nerve-wracking um and then i'm like what is my mom gonna do what is she gonna say and they you know they came here and they weren't legal okay so you know it's just a lot of like you we can't do this um i remember just growing up like don't do anything that even seems bad. Right. Like no matter what your intention is, like the perception is what actually matters. Mm -hmm. So I grew up just, you know, kind of everything that my mom would tell us, that's kind of what I, I geared towards. And even when I was at babysitters or something, my mom's like, you sit there, you don't move, you're quiet, just don't say anything. And 
she would have our, you know, conversations with us like, oh, how was it? Did you eat? What did you guys do? Like, just to make sure we were okay. Um, So do you think, and I didn't mean to cut you off, but do you think that she, so your mom sheltered you and protected you? I I would say protected because I think that was her mind frame. Do you think she, so she was doing that because of their situation and just don't want to be in the spotlight, just stay under the radar. Under the radar, that's it. Yeah, okay. So as a child and that, uh, obviously you go into like elementary school mm-hmm. you knowing i understand this about my family and and but there's you see the other behavior of kids how, how did that how did that feel as a young person knowing this two these two worlds and having to walk such a such a thin line yeah. um i don't think it really clicked for me yeah. until middle school mm. um because all of elementary i was around people just like me or people in um, similar household styles. And like, it was all Hispanic children where Mm -hmm. when we moved, it was a Hispanic household um, and neighborhood. And the school was the majority of, you know, of us were Hispanic. So, you know, everyone grew up with the same problems with the same kind of, it was normal. Um, So I didn't really notice it too much. I I did start noticing when um, award ceremonies or stuff that I would get recognized for, uh, my mom would be the only one to show up. Okay. So that I would, I would notice, um, you know, other, other kids um, and it would, it would be me and the white kids mostly. Um, they get the awards or get recognized and I'm like, well, why, why are none of my cousins or friends or, you know, here with me? I know they're smart. Like we we have conversations. Um, and then my mom would call out of work, come in uniform or whatever it was, how, however she went to work and come see and recognize and take pictures and all of that. But my dad was working. That was always his thing working. Right. Right. Yes. So I didn't really notice much of a. How was your relationship, your one on one relationship with your dad um, during this time? I mean, it was um, was it tumultuous or was it something that you 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 took care of? I mean, it sounds Mm -hmm. like it, you know, young person getting in the car, taking that risk. Yeah. Yes. To pick up their dad it's a big responsibility. Number one. Yes. But it also denotes the kind of relationship and how you feel towards him. Can you explain that or uh, expand on that? Um, we, I mean, I, I feel like I was a daddy's girl, okay. anything my dad would do. I'm like, Oh yeah, you know, whatever. Cause I was brought up, whatever he says is that we're doing. My mom mm. would kind of change his mind, which I didn't realize till afterwards, but, <laughs> um, yeah, whatever he says goes, he was kind of the one that had to say in the house, if me and my brother were running around, he would just do like, hmm, like mm. calm down. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't want to get yelled at or hit or anything <laughs> yeah. like that. Um, my mom would scream at the top of her lungs and we're like, yeah, it's mom. She's screaming. Um, That's normal. Yeah. (laughs) That's what we do. But yeah, I definitely loved my dad regardless of all the crazy stunts or crazy things that, you know, he's, he did and everything. And I don't think it, um, I realized everything like the damage or the impacts Mm -hmm. probably until middle, middle Middle school. school. Yeah. Middle school was like a big what what um what are that particular stage because now you have you're going into a brand new environment different types of people and then you have also deal with your emotions on on what you how you see your that like how how is this hurricane of emotions treating you at this moment i mean i i feel like i internalized a lot okay. especially at a 
you know, just such such a, a young age because I was told not to speak, not to mm. share, not. Mm, okay. So I would go in school. I would not say anything. I was, believe it or not, the quiet kid, okay. the one that was shy and wouldn't yeah. say anything. You can mm-hmm. ask me a question, I'll respond, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, up in, you know, when I started um, working, mm-hmm. After high school is when I kind of developed a voice and felt like I could actually share and converse mm-hmm. and without being kind of looked at or being, un, you know, being judged or, or uncomfortable. Judged yeah. Or, yeah. Or feeling like saying the wrong thing. Yes. Feeling yes. like, because that's, that's probably the main thing. Yes. And how did that make you feel? Know that at any moment that could have slipped. Like, I feel like it, I still feel like that sometimes. Really? Yes. Hmm. Um, and I feel like a lot of my childhood traumas or everything that I've gone through, I am working through uh-huh. still uh, currently. Um, but I'm acknowledging them like as it's happening. And then I can kind of like reroute what I want to say or what I want to do. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like a awakening period, but I, I don't want to say awakening, but it's like a, like intentional awareness period for me right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get into that more later. Yeah. I want to come back to that. Yeah. So yeah, cause that's important. Um, so then just so we can stay on the timeline. So, um, you moved to Florida. Um, you're, you're, you're sort of, um, protected. You're in this sh- bubble, I guess, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, you didn't really realize it just to bring us up. So when you say traumas and whatnot, what, are you, are you, it was that traumatic for you? Just that experience that like having to be responsible for your dad and doing things like this or whatnot. And then how, cause you said then you started to become more aware when you went into like middle school. Yes. So bring us there. So, um, I, I mean, I, I, I experienced a lot of like emotional neglect, um, more so from my dad. Mm -hmm. Um, I, didn't receive that acknowledgement or even from my mom. Um, at one point, um, I would bring home a good report card or some good grades or mm. an award. And, um, it was like, why didn't you do better? Mm. Why aren't you the top of the class? Like you mm. can do it. And yeah. I understood, I, you know, I understood at that point, like, you know, yeah, I could have, but you know, like this is, this is where I got right now and it's still good. It's still, you know, yeah. more than what other people got. Yeah. Um, in middle school, it was, I got a more diverse, diverse friend group. Okay. So I was comparing like their lifestyles, their home life to my styles, what they were willing and able to do as themselves, uh-huh. um, in middle school, my same age and what I was not, you know, was not even thinking about doing uh you know they they had a voice of what class they wanted to take or Mm. which friend group they wanted to do sleepovers like just basic normal childhood stuff that i was like oh i would have never asked my mom to have a sleepover yeah or you know it's like i'm not allowed to and i had very strict i mean even still i go to my mom's house and or my dad and my Mm. dad's like who called you or where are you going why are you leaving and i'm just like (laughs) You realize I'm old now. I'm old. I'm, I'm, old. Old. I'm old. I'm older. <laughs> now you just made us feel well, really old. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, okay, that's interesting. So it was very, very. It wasn't necessarily like a a sheltered life, so to speak. It's mm-hmm. that you weren't even allowed when you started to become more aware of what other people were doing. You weren't allowed to do it. Yes. Yeah. And did you did you know that you weren't allowed to do it just because of your situation, or did you ask and it was like 
No. Um, I think there was times where I did ask, um, but for the majority, I knew. Okay. Um, just because just a, the way we were brought up, it was something we don't do. And then yeah. just the, the conversations. My mom was really good at um, being very transparent with us and having conversations like, no, you can't have sleepovers because I don't know who they are. I don't know, you know, their background, what they would do. And she would try to protect us um and very understanding but even you know when i'm like okay this is their parents get to know each other talk and everything there was a a language barrier but um it was still very limited it wasn't you know so for you at that moment i mean correct me if i'm wrong i'll expand on it the reason why you felt that that trauma and that pain was because you wanted these things Mm -hmm. And the reason that you couldn't have it was because of the fear that your parents have mm-hmm. about being retaliated against. It's that. <laughs> yes. Um, and then just fear of disapproval from them. Okay. Um, I think middle school was when I wanted to try different things, kind of explore, kind of take some kind of responsibility for myself mm-hmm. and what I wanted to do. Um, and I wasn't allowed. Yeah. I um, wasn't given that opportunity and kind of, I internalized it. Um, even after high school, um, mm. it kind of, I mean, I've kept things in so long. Yeah. So um, it it was just like, no, if I do this, they're not going to approve and I'm going to not get, you know, such a warm welcome feeling when yeah. I come home or it's going to create. Yeah. You so, know. You, so it sounds like to me, like you just sort of avoided mm-hmm. even going there because yeah. you were like, I just don't even yes. want to deal with that. Yes. Let me just, things are okay, yes. you know, but it sounds also like, um, it's, it's been a buildup for you. Yes. And even in, in, in middle school, having this diversity, you know, with your group of friends mm-hmm. and stuff and seeing these things that you really were like internalizing a lot yes. at a very young age. And that's a lot of pressure for a young, and I mean, what's middle school, like 12, 13, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a lot to take. Yes. So then what was the rest of like, so you didn't do sleepovers and whatnot, but I didn't, one thing that I, you did say this, that you felt like you were daddy's girl, mm-hmm. but it sounds like even though you were a daddy's girl, there was a lot in the background going on for you. Yes. So did you, was it that you were the daddy's girl? Cause that's what they said. Or did you feel that way? Um, I, I think I felt just a uh, like a big, um, like I was drawn to my father. Like okay. he, whatever he wanted, like I catered to him if he wanted to have something to eat i went to go serve him kind of like a traditional i mean traditional mexican household Mm -hmm. hispanic household like here's your food dad do you want some water i'll get the cup like i'll serve it to you and Mm -hmm. put it right next to your food um oh you came home drunk let me take off your boots like Mm. whatever you know like i catered to him um after after high school i mean we kind of hit a okay this is like we we weren't getting along. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we we kind of minimized conversation. It was like basics, um, just necessary conversation, and it wasn't like anything necessarily that happened. I think it's just everything that I internalized and that mm-hmm. was built up that I was just like, well, I don't really have much to say. And during that that time, I was 
in their, I think in their, their eyes, I was like rebelling. Mm-hmm. I was uh, yeah, trying yeah. to, yeah. you know, find my own way and yeah. do my own things and make my own mistakes so I can figure out where I want to do, what I want to do, where I want to uh-huh. go. And they were like, no, 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 this is not what you're supposed to do. You have a path, go, you know, straight down the path. And I'm, I was like so, trying to figure out life. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me ask you this, because this is one of the parts that I really love about what we're trying to accomplish is that there was a point yes that you arrived at internally that began to push back mm-hmm. at what your parents have done although you love your parents and mm-hmm. care and, and there was a point and there was something inside of you that wanted to go in a different direction like what led up to that and and what once you began to feel that what did you start to do um, and when, like, when did it happen? Did it happen in high school? Did it happen? Like, tell me about that. It was more in high school, uh, actually eighth grade, mm-hmm. eighth grade. Cause I, um, my cousins, I would get dropped off at my cousin's house and we would walk to school. Um, I probably skipped the last month of eighth grade. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. I watched, we watched TV and you know, people, nothing bad, nothing, nothing bad. bad. We didn't do anything. We just stayed home, watched TV. There was food at my cousin's house. We ate and then we, you know, we you just didn't go to school. We didn't go to school. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, and my parents found out and it was just like this big thing. They're like, okay, well you're not going to the same high school they're going because mm-hmm. obviously they're bad influence. And I'm like, well, I mean, it's not like they, held me back from walking out the door. I chose to stay, but, um, I went to a whole different high school than them. Um, I mean, I, I kind of suffered my consequences, which didn't really suffer because I was in an easy English class. (laughs) So I kind of, I was like, Oh, nice. I aced it all. And then, yes. And then the next year they're like, okay, now you're an honors. I'm like, wait, I was just in like, the lowest <laughs> English class. Can I keep going? Like, I'm getting good grades. I could show my mom a good report card. <laughs> um, but in high school is when I, I realized, I think it was I think it was more of the buildup that just, it, okay. it, like, I couldn't hold it in anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I mean, I kind of coasted through high school without giving them much of any issue. Uh-huh. It was when it came to me going to college where I okay. chose to not, do certain things that they asked me to do like i was rebelling and it was just because i couldn't i didn't have a say i didn't have an option in my own life i couldn't do what i actually wanted to do Mm -hmm. um and i was like well i'm not gonna do anything um you know it, it was just even with sports like it was i was signed up for soccer for one year and then my dad's like well no um let your brother try um so he did it and then when it came to the second year renewing our membership or whatever so um he was like no let your brother do it i'm like he doesn't mm. even want to do it i'm the one that wants to do it why no. can't i do it okay so i was just like okay well so they really did sort of lead a lot of your de- decision making yes. then is what you're saying yes so then when you were in high school you it so you're saying when you went into college wasn't yes. necessarily high school but when you went into college when you started to like did you follow the path that they wanted then or do, what did you end up doing there I did so after college or after college, after high school I got um, accepted to FAU 
Mm. Um, and that was a big thing. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That I was like, oh great, you know, I can go here. And my aunt stayed of like twenty minutes away. I was like, I'll just go live with my aunt, so my mom doesn't give me an issue. My dad doesn't think anything. You have more um, independence, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, it's still okay with them because they're family, and they're not thinking I'm out there crazy. Um, so. You know, I, that happened. I, you know, showed my mom the acceptance letter and she was like, well, no. Why do you have to go there? Why can't you go to the local college here? Mm. And I was like, I got accepted. Like, this is like done. Like, I just got to go now. Like, I, you know, and I like it tore me down. Like, I was oh. like, yeah, I think now she was yeah. insistent that you have to go yes. here. OK, yes. what were your options at that point? Um, IRSC. Uh huh. Um, FAU and then I did want to I wanted to go down to Miami University but okay. I didn't even try because I knew that wasn't an option for me and why wouldn't that be an option because for my parents wouldn't let me go no parents wouldn't <laughs> let you go <laughs> so I didn't even so, try so you so are you saying that you did not even go to FAU I did not mm. I um I enrolled in IRC um, I did a year there and um, everything that my mom thought or my parents thought that I would do in FAU happened at home mm -hmm. with, you know, at IRC. Yeah. Um, I dropped out a few times. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I ironically, it was family members. I was going out. I, you know, I was having fun, partying, skipping class. I um, at that. I mean, at that time, I think I didn't realize it, but I would have like anxiety even if I was like five minutes late to class. I'm like, I'm not going in. Oh, yeah. I can't go yeah. in. Yeah. No, um, I get it. Because yeah. they're all sitting down and now you got to walk yeah. in late. Yeah. <laughs> no. So uh, <laughs> were you going through this? You know, you, you, you know, you had a, one of your dreams, one of your objectives, objectives crushed. Yes. Right. Internally, how did that make you feel? I know that's like a, a hard spot to revisit because it's not just a moment. It's, it feels like eternity. Yes. And on top of that, how did you feel about your, to piggyback his question, how did you feel about your parents? Yeah. So how did you feel personally, but also towards your parents? Um, I mean, personally, I, I feel like I was limited. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I felt like I could have accomplished more, gotten more done if I was given the chance to actually go to FAU. Maybe I would have had a college experience or college life. But knowing myself, I probably would have just stuck to going my classes and stayed in there because I, you know, I was the shy kid. I was quiet. Yeah. I just wanted to do what I had to do and get it over with. Um, but being home and having friends or families that I knew and, you know, lived this lifestyle that my parents wouldn't really approve. I was like, well, you know what? I was like, they I they don't want me to go there. Mm -hmm. I'm here and I'm going to enjoy it. I'm still going to try to have somewhat of a college experience, but I couldn't really because I was still at home. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but and do you I, think you were doing that? Just, just yeah. curious. Were you doing it out of rebellion? Yes. Like rebellious? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I can Spite off. Yeah. Yes. Because I think that, <laughs> so, so tell us, if, I don't want to answer your question. What, what, how about, how did you feel about your parents at that time then? Um, I, I, I don't know how there's, there's a word, but I don't know what the word is. Um, I mean, I I resented them, um, and more so my mom because she was more vocal about it than my my dad. He just kind of was like, "Well, that's what she said." Like, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was I was more um, I felt more like they didn't believe in me. 
Mm. Okay. So I was like, they they know what I've done so far, what I'm capable of doing. Why don't they trust me or, you know, have the same confidence in me to go off and actually do, you know, get a college degree? Yeah. Because yeah. um, that's all I intended to do. Away from home. <laughs> Away from yeah. home. You had to have independence. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's so, interesting. So besides your parents and besides yourself, I mean, I know that you were surrounded by a lot of friends and family. Mm-hmm. But was there any was there anyone that 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 pushed or, or, or that you could rely on to kind of like give you that impulse to keep moving forward in spite in spite of all the obstacles? Do you ever had any anyone like that? I um I don't really want to say anyone. I kind of observed a lot of people, mm. and I had I had a a drive from like high school that I wanted to move out at a certain age and mm-hmm. I wanted to be independent and I wanted to not rely on anyone. Mm-hmm. Like I knew it was going to be hard. I knew bills. I, like I knew everything. And I was like, in my mind, I was like, I'm ready for it. I can make it happen. I know I can do this. Yeah. So I was from a young age, like I wanted to be independent. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, it was hard just because my mom wanted to keep mm-hmm. us very close. Okay. Um, and even with my brother, like, that created like a big uh like it was like separation between us like we are we weren't as close when uh-huh. i moved out um just because he felt like i left i abandoned him and i was mm. like no oh, i didn't really abandon yes. you i was i left and then my parents didn't really like it so i took some time for them to calm down yeah. before i returned yeah. Yeah. now so, you didn't move far away i did you not were close by yes okay. and how did that strain your relationship like so he was resentful towards you for yes. that period of time yes how did how did the he demonstrate that <laughs> um we just weren't that close whenever i would go visit he just kind of stayed to himself in his room mm-hmm. and everything and it was the way i guess the way we we my dad treated him growing up uh-huh. um he kind of relied more on my brother to do more of the heavy lifting and work because we grew up on a farm mm-hmm. so i was there helping and i i mean Besides farm tasks and duties, I would also have to do household duties, household duties because yeah. that's, you know, that's what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I remember, you know, me and my brother would switch. I'm like, I don't want to do, I don't want to do the dishes. I don't want to mop. I'm like, I'd rather just go outside and like carry <laughs> the bag of feed and then you know give the animals everything. So we would switch, and my mom would come home and she's like, "You didn't clean," and I'm like, "What do you mean? It's clean. Can you smell it? Like, yeah. you know, everything's yeah. done. Yeah. Doesn't matter who it was, but it was done." Yeah. Um, and she's like, "No, your brother cleaned because he used more fabuloso than you do." Oh I'm god. Like, <laughs> 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 I'm like, oh okay, and like that's bad, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, wow. so she could tell. Um, but yeah, when I left, my dad definitely leaned on him. And it wasn't, um, when I say leaned on him, I feel like I'm like covering it up and I'm being nice because he was very, um, he was very hard on him. It mm-hmm. wasn't nice words like, oh, hey, can you come help me? It was like, no, you need to come help me. And um, anytime something went wrong, it was like, you're getting cussed out. And, oh, uh, yeah. you know, it was like just emotionally draining for my brother. Mm-hmm. What why what do you attribute that reaction from your your dad towards him like what do, what does that come from? Uh, I from his childhood okay. the way he grew up. Um, mm-hmm. I think now um, recognizing the way I you know I grew up and seeing the way my grandparents or uncles and aunts like just 
communicate to each other and mm-hmm. talk and you know just be around each other that's the way and that's the only way they know yeah, yeah. so um that's that's the only way he knows uh-huh. um and my mom i think she was more um i mean she was brought up in a similar way also she was actually given away to family members to oh. do household mm-hmm. duties yeah. because my grandparents couldn't raise mm-hmm. yeah. 11 yeah. kids yeah. um so she had so to, they gave her away they they gave her away so she was like yeah. the which isn't uncommon right. actually La yeah. yes yes yeah. to one of you know to a, to an aunt mm-hmm. um and she was treated horrible she mm. hardly ate she had to do everything she took care of my aunt's kids and um or her aunt's kids um and she was kind of like pushed behind mm. like treated less yeah um and they're related so yeah. it was like so definitely everything how they grew up like my mom tried to do better and mm-hmm. tried to protect and shelter yeah. us a little uh-huh. bit. My dad was just, I mean, he didn't, he, I'm pretty sure he wasn't as bad as, you know, the way he grew up, Yeah, mm-hmm. but he definitely held on to certain tendencies and certain habits mm-hmm. um, just like yeah. he did. Yeah. Um, and ultimately it's, I feel like now as a parent, um, I definitely have certain habits and tendencies the way I grew up. Like I'm mm-hmm. more strict and, um, I see why certain things, yeah, you know, were said or were done the way they were. Yeah. Um, but I'm also aware and trying, you know, not to be the same exact way so I don't mm-hmm. cause the same damage or hurt. Yeah. Once he's older and what, he's yes. recognizing yeah. it and dealing with it. So, right. so, so oh, no, sorry, you go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> we, we were so excited about it that we both jump in like right away. Like, wow, this Me is first. a good go. Sorry. Well, so, um, okay, so now you just just so we can keep going with yes. your story because we want to hear about everything. Um, so you moved out on yes. your own and now you finally gained some independence and you experienced some resentfulness yes. with you know from family, your parents and whatnot. So what where 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 are you at at this point? Like tell take us through that now. I was um <laughs> I was drinking <laughs> a lot. Um, but I had a job. I was always responsible. Um, I made sure I could pay what I had to pay. Um, but I was trying to have fun. Um, I was trying to kind of live the life that I like a college life and hang out with friends and, and do everything that I thought, you know, a college experience would have given me or everything that seems fine or my parents warned me against because it was, it would, I mean, it looked fun. You wanted to experience yeah. it, I wanted right? to experience. I, mean, I wanted yeah. to know what it was all about. Mm-hmm. Um, so m- my parents, I actually didn't go visit my parents for three months. Okay. Um, just because they were very, they were very angry. And it, it was funny because my, my dad was always the one that said, um, if you leave, don't ever come back. Right. Like he would verbally say it. Yeah. But when it came to it, it was my mom that said it. Mm. So that hurt immensely. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, oh no. I was like, what happened? The role switch. I didn't the expect role, yeah. it from her. Yeah. So um that was that was part of I think my brother's resentment also because uh-huh. I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So then when I slowly started going back, I would try to spend the time with my brother. So I would go pick him up. I would go take him to McDonald's. So I'm like, cause I drank all my money mostly, but <laughs> McDonald's was cheap enough for us to go eat. So, <laughs> and it was, and 
I was um I was always taught to share and having an old mm. uh, younger brother I was like you know you have to care for him so I was always brought up to care for other people so having friends and living the lifestyle I did uh-huh. I gave them everything yeah mm. um so and and I mean to this day like I care more about other people regardless of how much I know them yeah <laughs> uh, more than I do myself so yeah. um th- th- it it bit me in the butt um okay. and i had to move back home okay oh, so gotcha yes. okay so what what was the what were the trials like what's the, what started happening in your life you you live in this this life of partying and things mm-hmm. of that nature and and you get to a point in which you you have to move back with your parents yes. with your tail between your legs. Mm. Like what? Le- <laughs> Literally. Exactly how yeah. it feels. Yes. <laughs> it does feel yes. that way. And yeah. It feels like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what led up to you to make that decision? I can't go on anymore like this. Like what happened? Um, at my parents' house or? No, at- no, no. Like before you came to your parents' house, yes. you had, you said, you know, you were having this life and then you came to it and said, nah, I can't do this anymore. What happened that led you to make that decision to move with your parents? Uh, I was broke. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, I she was just broke. said it. I was <laughs> broke. I was no, broke. But emotionally, too. Like, well, was there a toll that the party life had on you or not necessarily? It was just primarily financial. It was it was primarily financial. And it was like I felt lonely because all of my mm. friends. I mean, I didn't have anything else to give. So all of my friends left. You're broke. You have I nothing broke. left. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I was alone and I could not pay, you know, the place by myself because I had roommates. So yeah. I I had to go back home. I was like, I can't find anything. No one's going to lease anything to a 19 year old girl. Like, yeah. you know, um, and then living the lifestyle I was like, I knew it also wouldn't look good, even though I wasn't doing it at home. I was going out and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I had to move back home. And then at home, it wasn't like I was used to the lifestyle. I was yeah. used to freedom. I was, um, you know, going out and doing my thing. And then when I, when I went back home, I couldn't do any of that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, I lived home for two years. Um, and then I was like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. I need, I need some kind of freedom. I need to be able to breathe because I felt like I was suffocated. I couldn't answer yeah. my phone yeah. i couldn't go out with friends i asked at one point i asked to go to the movie theaters and um, how old are you at this time yeah I'm 21 21 and you're time. asking to go and to i'm the asking theater. to oh. go to the movie theaters <laughs> with a friend who was there that slept over at my, at my parents house so they knew who she was oh. um and the response was no it's mm. late oh. um, i was like it's nine o'clock yeah. Yep. Do you and realize I did a lot of things prior to this <laughs> like that i wasn't home before yeah. then yeah um and my brother was kind, you know, he was living, starting to live his life and going out with his friends. And um, I started to notice little things like he had a later curfew. Mm. Um, I always had to bring him along to wherever I had to go. Um, when I started dating in high school, it was I'm like skipping around. Um, I had to prove to my parents that I could date and stay in school. Yeah. Like I and it sounds really bad, but I chose someone that would be a good fit in my parents eyes to Mm. take home and say hey listen this is my boyfriend Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. is what we're doing and i remember my dad's response was like so you're not going to do school anymore and i was like that's not that Mm. what i was like what does that have to do i'm like no this i'm just saying he's my boyfriend now but i'm still going to school who said i was dropping out so he was thinking that that was going to be your man that will take care of you uh i don't i honestly don't i 
I don't know what he was thinking. I just, I don't think he thought I had any drive or any intentions to keep going. Huh. Okay. Um, so he was like, okay, so that's it. And I'm like, no, I, I'm, I'm like, I chose someone specifically so you could see he was a good guy and he had all these, you know, moral standards. Like the guy spent more time with my dad and my parents than he did with me. Nah. Like he helped him out on the farm and everything. And I'm like, you know, we were supposed to go to the movies. We were supposed to go out to lunch. And he's like, oh no, we'll go out together. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like nah. I couldn't say anything at that point, but um, and then after a while I was like, okay, this isn't working. Like, my plan completely backfired. Yeah. So, so you try to conform to what you thought yes. was good for them. Yes. And it backfired. Yes. It just, it just nice guy. Yeah. Your parents liked him. Yes. Everything was yes. great on that aspect, but it just, that yeah. wasn't the one for you. Nope. So then, so then you moved back home and you stayed at home for about two years. And then what happened? You, do you get a job and you are able yes. to move out? I mean, I, I, I was still working. Um, ever since I was 15, I had a job and I, and I actually started working with my dad. Mm -hmm. So, um, I did summers there, um, until I could actually get a regular full-time job. And I was doing school at night because even though I dropped out, I would go back in and, you know, cause education was a big thing for my parents, for right. my mom. Mm -hmm. So I would drop out, take my little break and then go back in. Yeah. Um, I changed my major a few times. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's As anything we wrong all with have. That. Yeah, yeah, I think that's like well, totally normal. To yeah. my parents, it's like, you chose yeah. one, you, yeah. you pick that it. because yeah. they didn't have that luxury. So yeah. they it's had true. to, you know, yeah. just go with whatever the first yeah. option was. I yeah. got you. So, um, yeah, it was, um, I, I'm, it was just, difficult for me to stay there after experiencing and feeling free uh -huh. not really having someone to say okay here i'm going this i'm gonna take this long because if i took longer than i had to at whatever store or whatever it was like where are you why aren't you home yet and i'm like oh my god I'm like, can i just try on some clothes yeah so yeah. um it was very difficult um i i mean having a job i saved up my money i i stayed you know, I like I was disciplined with myself. Right. Um, yeah. And then when I had the chance to move out, I'm like, I'm I'm out. Right. Um. So and I, like I can talking to my parents about it now, like I can see like it was, oh, she's back. And it's like this big hope and like, you know, this grand like thing. And then she's leaving again. Like yeah. and they're heartbroken. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not my intentions. Like that's not those aren't my intentions. I just want to be independent i yeah. wanted yep. to be free yeah and even now like i like to be alone yeah mm -hmm. so okay so then you're you got out you yes. moved it back into your own place and now where are you with your life like obviously you're become you're an adult mm -hmm. at this point so where, where where are you um i was i was still um with roommates okay so I, I still, I was like, that's smart. Um, I'm not going to just put all my money into rent. Yeah. Um, yeah. so I kind of hopped a little bit around, um, and I still had a job. I was actually working with the school district. Um, so it was in my parents' eyes, a good job. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, it didn't pay very well, but it was good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, w I still had to, you know, I still had my freedom. I did go out when I wanted to. It wasn't as intense as my first time. Right. So I kind of mellowed it down a little bit. Um, but I still had my time, you know, 
I still did everything. Um, anytime I would go visit home, it was, it was great. Um, I would go eat. My mom would be like, Oh, Hey, you know, it was, Mm -hmm. it was a better relationship. I know there was still, um, some kind of tension just because I left and everything, but it was better. Um, and I actually met my child's father Mm -hmm. that time around. Um, and when, I tried to do the same thing as in, okay, let's go meet my parents kind of thing. It was like, well, he was kind of hesitant. Yeah. He wasn't, you know, <laughs> well-rounded person, just like the first, you know. Right. Um, but they also kind of were like, wait. Yeah. Why did you, like, are you sure this is the guy? Um, so they kind of, like, gave me some pushback. They're, okay. like, questioning. Like, mm-hmm. they could tell. Really? So. Wow. Okay. So... You said that this was your child's father. Yes. So, so obviously, did you guys like move in together or what? Eventually. Like what? Okay. Yes. We actually moved in with his parents. Oh, okay. So, um, so you left the roommates and then you moved in with, okay. Yes. So you're taking it? More roommates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More roommates. Not the kind of roommates you want no. probably, but, <laughs> no. but probably ideal for the moment, I guess. Um, Is that why you did it? Yes. Okay. Ideal for the moment. Um, why'd you my... do that? Did you move in with them because you were pregnant? No. Okay. Um, I took my time. Okay. (laughs) That's good. Uh, Yes. (laughs) But so happened. Um, it was, um, I wanted to, how do I like, what the first thing that comes to mind is like, I wanted to fix him. I wanted to push him. I wanted to motivate him. I wanted to get him on my level so we could be out on our own. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so we were there. Um, I mean, we, we had a lot of ups and downs. Um, it wasn't the healthiest relationship. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it was at first it started very um, like, I mean, it was a lot of verbal abuse and everything. And then uh, there was a point where I was, I, I think it just, I just held on to it too much. And I'm like, I can't take this anymore. So wow. I, I started to speak back speak up um mm-hmm. so i was like listen if i'm this you're this um where yeah. we two can play at that game i can speak the same language you can yeah. so yeah. um i mean that's what happened we um he came up with it was actually brought up by him he's like oh let's have a baby so mm. i kind of as was a solution like, uh, to as the relationship a okay. as a solution i was like uh are you sure and i kind of like laid it all on the table i was like listen this means this and this and this and we can't do this and like yeah. all of this stuff. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. Mm. I'm like, are you sure? He was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> didn't take me, didn't take much convincing apparently. Right. Um, and then hap- hap- sorry to interrupt you, yes. but being traditional as your parents are and having them, having a baby out of wedlock. Tell tell us about that. Cause that's a, another layer yes. mm-hmm. when it comes to all that. Um, my parents, were married um by court okay so at that point they weren't too big on it and i know my mom at like their marriage happened like from one day to another kind of thing like my dad was like oh yeah let's get married my mom was like yeah like thinking it was a joke (laughs) yeah um and then they actually followed through on it um and then even when i was younger like i don't i didn't have that um dream or or hope of me getting married really yeah Mm. And what, why is that? That's interesting. It was just... All girls have uh, that, right? Yeah. Right. Um, uh, I supposedly. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, not all girls have yes. that. Yeah, but um, yeah. I know. I tell people, and they're like, really? Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I think it was just because I, 
observed a lot of couples and a lot of family members that were together and they didn't really see like it wasn't like the movies it yeah. was you know it was like yeah. this isn't this isn't it why would i want to uh, you know um and then even before when i'm like oh yeah i would never do that like i would never put up with su- that stuff and you know as an adult like and yeah. going through some of mm-hmm. those stuff i'm like well why would i want to do this for life yeah you know um so it, i think it was just from a small age that I realized that it wasn't what it was made out to be, or it wasn't what I thought a marriage was supposed to be like. Yeah. I mean, and even now I, I think I'm like, I don't have to be married to, uh-huh. you know, mm-hmm. get everything that I want yeah. to out of a partnership or out of someone, you know, that we're living together and, mm-hmm. you know, sure. same goal, same moral, same, yeah. you know, everything. You're on the same page. Uh, That's yeah. all that matters. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, so. So tell us about your son. Tell us about your little creature. <laughs> Is that what you have? A boy? I have a boy. You have a son. Okay. Sorry, that's why yes, I said I was you a little creature. You weren't supposed creature. to say that. Creature. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to set it up in the My way that. Your, your offspring. Your offspring. <laughs> your mini you? Yeah. Maybe? That's a good thing, right? Cute kid. Yes. Tell, tell us about him. I don't know who he is. Um, His name is Julian. He is a dinosaur lover. So How old is he? Uh, he's four. Okay. Um, he actually got me into dinosaurs, so I have to too. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's cute. So, um, he yeah. He loves that thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. Um, he, my friend was like, oh, it's a phase. I'm like, well, it better not be because I, now it's tattooed yeah, on me. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> it's done. Official. I'm like, he got me into it, so now I like dinosaurs. Yes. Yeah, that's neat, though. Yes, okay. he is very active, um, and he... He has been the reason, like, I am more intentional and more aware of the way I think I grew up, the way just my surroundings and everything. Yeah. Um, so, may I just ask yes. really quick? You're not with baby daddy I anymore. I am not. Okay. I say baby daddy because that's all I mean. Yeah. I don't want to know the, the name. This is a, pro- this he is a laughs every time doctor. I guess you say baby daddy. That's hilarious. <laughs> Just because I'm getting a doctor, it doesn't mean I'm not gay. A little, it's slightly, hey. <laughs> slightly ghetto. Oh, gosh. Look, it's, it's okay. It's baby it's okay. daddy. It's what he you is. You can relate to people that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. you. I'm, yeah. Just because I'm getting a doctor, it doesn't mean I'm any different yeah. than anybody else. So you're not together. Okay, no. I just wanted to make sure, clarify. So now yes. back to Julian. Yes, um, very active. Um, keeps me on my toes. Very smart. Like I, sometimes I'm like, oh no, he doesn't know. Or he doesn't understand. And then he comes out and it's like, whoa, I'm like, you're ahead of the game. So, so you are living on your own yes. with him then? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Just yes. the two of you. Two that's of cute. Yes. You know that song? Just the two of us. I love that song. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that's awesome. Okay. Yes. Um, so he keeps you on your toes. Yes. Um, I've definitely noticed, I don't know if it's something that kind of, he picked up off of me or just like some confidence and motivating like things that I need to do with him more just because like he's not as confident or Mm. um so I'm like maybe maybe I'm rubbing off or maybe he's noticed some you know something that he's like this is how I need to be um can you give me an example of that because this is very interesting because in your mind is almost like you are aware of what happened to you in the past yes. and you see it happening with yes. him now. Can you give me, can you give us more specifics on that? That's um, an interesting point. So, okay. Swimming. Um, I gave, I did swimming classes for him. Um, and it was more like the, how not to drown swimming. It wasn't necessarily like I'm going to swim yeah. and you yeah. know, the casual swimming. Um, and he did not believe in himself. Like okay. it was a struggle. Mm-hmm. And even now, like recently we went to a pool and he was like, no, I can't do it. And very scared, very terrified. And 
me being the mom, I'm like, okay, like it's okay. I wanted to hug and shelter and hold him and uh -huh. everything. And, um, I was uh, like, I mean, I was like, I have to get him to realize that he can do this. And even though he won't get it mm -hmm. on the first try, he can continue to do it. And then I'm not a good swimmer. I don't know how to swim either. So it was very difficult for me to uh -huh. kind of like show off that confidence and give him motivation mm -hmm. for him to recognize it and do it. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it just it just made me think I'm like, did I do something that maybe he does not? Am I not doing something that he's not as confident or? Is it something he's picking off from me? So why would you think that, um, just to dive deeper into yes. the confidence thing, because I, I totally get it. Why do you think, and and, and we might, we're probably going to continue this in your part too, because we're going to be coming to an end soon. But why do you, do you think that that motivates you? When you see that in him, does it motivate you to make changes yes. with yourself? Yes. So talk to us yes. about that. Um, I think... I'm not as aware until I like see it right in front of me, like with him. Yeah. Um, cause I, like I can say, yeah, I'm not as confident or I, you know, I'm, I doubt myself or, but then when I see it in him, I'm like, okay, now I need to do something that needs to change in fast because yeah. I don't want him to grow up this way. I don't want him to doubt himself. I don't want him to think, oh no, I can't swim just because, you know, he didn't do it on the first time. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I, I definitely try to fix it. And then I, I try to go back and think, I'm like, is it something I'm not doing? Is yeah. it something that I am doing? Or is it something that he's just picking up, up from me that I need to change myself so he can see that and it will, you know, it will like reflect and it will change with him. Right. Yeah. So. so then how do you, how do you mediate that? Because like you see it in him and you're thinking, what, what do I need to do differently to project um, this Yes. more confidence or, or to, to establish that he can do things and how do you so where is your motivation coming from where do you get your confidence from like because uh, that's hard yes because you're on your own yes he has you but you what do you have um i mean i i probably have a mental breakdown first <laughs> <laughs> kind of assess everything right <laughs> um and then i do a lot of everything. Um, I mean, I feel like he is my motivation and being mm -hmm. by myself, I am more able to motivate myself as opposed to like when I was with baby daddy, um, I didn't get that confidence that okay. I needed. I right. actually was torn down and brought down. So I was like not feeling at all yeah. confident. Mm -hmm. um, so now that I'm by myself or with him, uh, with, with Julian, I can work on myself and yeah. kind of, um, pick at things or redirect my mind and my thoughts in my head that I'm like, okay, no, I don't, I can't can't go this down way. this rabbit yes. hole. Yeah. Thing, yeah. So, um, and then I, I try different things. Like if I'm doing something or if I'm not doing something, try to congratulate him more, try to, you know, make it a bigger deal than it is like, great job. Like, okay. you know, you're swimming like a fish or like whatever, yeah. you know, yeah. a shark. Um, yeah. um, you can swim better than me. I can't swim. And you know, <laughs> yeah. I just try to make it just bigger. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I celebrate his yes. successes yes. and things like that. Encourage him. Okay. Yes. That's good. And so do you think that when you're doing those types of things, I know with me, it's like, I, um, find myself really like looking at other people and thinking about how I affect them and what, what it yes. is that I can do to contribute to their successes and making them feel better. And it makes then in turn makes me mm -hmm. feel better. So 
It sounds like that's what is happening for you. Yes. So. It happens at work and it happens at home. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> I base a lot of what I do at work and at home and you know, I, it's kind of like an overall picture. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I, I, I mean at work I realized they don't see many Hispanic, um, I mean, women yes. working yep. or um, having certain positions or mm -hmm, having mm -hmm. certain, um, you know, just power yeah. within and their knowledge. job and yeah. knowledge. So yeah. um, definitely um, try to do that. And anytime I can help or, you know, whether it's a family or, or yeah. kids, um, I, I'm like there. Yep. Yeah. whatever i can do whatever you need let me know and i will find out a way to do it so okay. all right well thank you so much for being with us we're gonna um end here okay. but we're gonna bring you back for part two thank you so much for joining us make sure that you catch us for part two of teresita's interview if you like this interview please give us a thumbs up and make sure you subscribe and share 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 with your friends and family see you next time bye soul questers